0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Midwest Money with Anthony Mayhew. Hi and welcome to Midwest Money, your weekly show that discusses
1: topics and issues of Wall Street and how they relate to folks here on Main Street. Our show is meant to offer a common-sense approach to understanding some of the challenges surrounding finances, investments, taxes, and of course, planning for retirement. Thank you so much for tuning in, and please remember to subscribe to us on Spotify, YouTube Music, and Apple Podcasts. You can also check us out online at MidwestMoneyRadio.com, or you can find us on Facebook or LinkedIn. Feel free to Give our offices a call toll-free anytime at 877-797-4347. Folks, my name is Anthony Mayhew, and I'm excited to be here with you. During today's show, we're going to highlight some of the tax filing issues that may uh, rise the interest of the folks at the IRS. A Kiplinger's article, uh, 23 Audit Red Flags, explains that the first potential area of concern is neglecting to report all of your taxable income. Don't forget that the IRS receives copies of all the 1099s and W-2s that you receive, which means it's essential to report all of your taxable income. IRS uh, computers are, are capable of cross-checking all of your forms with the income that's written on on your return Um, a mismatch will spur the computer to produce a uh, bill that will be mailed to you and if you receive a 1099 that shows income that isn't yours or that's or that lists incorrect income uh, make sure the issuer files a corrected form with the IRS finally uh, report all income sources on your 1040 regardless of whether or not you receive a 1099 or a similar form. Income you generate by doing things like driving Uber, giving giving lessons, or selling crafts online is all taxable. Um, Next, you should be aware that uh, the more income that you make, the more likely it is that you'll be audited. Uh, The fact is for most everyday Americans, the risk of being audited Um, is relatively low. But as your income rises, so do your odds of being audited. In fact, according to the article, the IRS has a high wealth exam squad that focuses exclusively on the super rich. Uh, This team audits people's 1040s returns as well as the returns for entities they control both in the U.S. and overseas. The source goes on to say that currently uh, President Joe Biden is, is, is pushing for more higher income filers to get audited. Biden wants Congress to give the IRS $1 billion over 10 years so it can enhance enforcement efforts against the wealthy people, large corporations and pass-through entities like partnerships and LLCs. It's anyone's guess as to what Biden is proposing will become reality, but it's much clear or or, or, but this much is clear. If you're a high, a high earner, make sure you're keeping a very close watch on your uh, on, on how your taxes are filed. Don't cut corners because in the end, doing so just isn't worth the risk. The next potential IRS red flag is claiming higher than average deductions, losses, or credits. Specifically, the deductions, losses, or credits on your return are unusually large when compared to your income. The IRS may take as much or, or may take a much closer look at your return. Claiming a large loss from something like the sale of rental property or other investments can also give the IRS pause. However, if you have the correct documents proving your deductions, losses, or credits, you should absolutely claim them. Nobody should ever feel like they have to pay more uh, to the IRS than what they actually owe. The next thing that may get you into uh, hot water with our friends at the IRS is taking large charitable deductions. Charitable contributions not only help our communities and the causes we care about, but they're also good write-offs. But if your donations are strangely strangely large when compared to your overall income, the IRS is probably going to notice. The IRS knows what the average charitable donation is for people at your income level. And additionally, if you don't get an official appraisal for the property donations or you neglect to file IRS Form 8283 for non-cash donations greater than $500, you could become an even larger audit target. Finally, hang on to your various supporting documents like receipts for cash and property contributions. Um, another common IRS red flag is donating a uh, conservation um, easement. Um, as the Kiplinger article, 23 IRS audit, audit red flags mentions, if you've donated a conservation um easement to charity um or if you're an investor in a partnership llc or trust that made that kind of donation there's a good shot that you're going to hear from the irs the irs has made fighting back against abusive syndicated conservation easement deals a high priority the irs uh or, or the article's next potential red flag is running a business which is often a way to gain the attention of the irs while Schedule C is rich with good tax deductions for self-employed, it's also an easy target for IRS agents on the lookout for people claiming excessive deductions or not claiming all of their income. The IRS is likely to look at both higher-grossing sole proprietorships and smaller ones. Sole proprietorships reporting at least $100,000 of grocery skeets on Schedule C um, and our cash intensive business like restaurants or a bar are particularly likely to be audited. Additionally, business owners who report significant losses on Schedule C, particularly if the losses can be offset entirely or in part by other reported income like wages, are also a greater risk at being audited. Claiming rental losses in the next is, is the next way to uh, end up with an IRS bull'seye on your back. As the article explains, the passive loss rule generally prevents the deduction of rental losses that are, but there are two exceptions. First, if you actively participate in in renting of your property, you can claim as much as $25,000 of loss against your other income. This allowance uh, phases out as your adjusted income reaches $100,000 and vanishes entirely at $150,000. Second, there's an exemption for real estate professionals who spend more than 50% of their working hours and more than 750 hours annually materially participating in real estate as developers, brokers, landlords, and similar um, that allows them to write off losses. Be aware, as the article notes, the IRS is known to be particularly aggressive when it comes to closely analyzing big rental real estate losses, particularly when they're written off by people claiming to be real estate professionals. Another way to raise the IRS's eyebrows is to report multiple years of losses on Schedule C of the Form 1040 for an, actively, for an activity that sounds like a hobby while also having significant income from other sources. The IRS is on the lookout for filers who year after year report large losses from hobbies to help try and offset income like wages or business or investment earnings. To properly deduct a loss, you have to be running the activity like a business and have reasonable expectations of making profits. Next, when you depreciate a vehicle, you must list uh, on form 4562 the percentage of its usage during the year that was for business purposes if you claim a hundred percent business use for a vehicle the IRS is very likely to be suspicious after all it's very rare for a person to actually use a vehicle exclusively for business uh, especially if that person has access to the vehicle for personal use Furthermore, the IRS casts a keen eye on heavy SUV and large trucks used for businesses, especially when they're bought late in the year. Um, That's because these these types of vehicles are eligible for better depreciation and expensing write-offs. It's important to keep uh, thorough mile logs and detailed calendar for every road trip. Uh, Poor record keeping can make it harder to defend your deduction. Also, bear in mind that if you use the IRS's standard mileage rate, you can't also claim expenses for repairs and insurance. We've put together a tax fact sheet that answers one critical tax question, pay now or pay later. There are certain retirement savings tools like Roth 401ks and and, uh, Roth IRAs. Uh, where you pay taxes now, but the certain, uh, but with certain other uh, retirement uh, savings tools like traditional four hundred and one k s and IRAs, you may be able to pay the taxes later. Our tax fact sheet explores several potential options under both the pay now and pay later umbrellas. Contact my office and uh, we'll uh, discuss that a little bit further. Um, Folks, that's all the time that we have today for this week. Uh, uh, Hopefully the ideas that you got today will help you take a step forward with your retirement strategy and take a step back with some of your worries. Thank you for tuning in, and I look forward to visiting again with you next week. Remember, if you missed us, you can subscribe to the show on Spotify, YouTube Music, and Apple Podcasts. You can also check us out online at MidwestMoneyRadio.com or find us on Facebook and LinkedIn. We post regularly with great content on there. Feel free to give our offices a call toll-free anytime at 877-797-4347. My name is Anthony Mayhew, and I hope you enjoyed your time, our time
0: together. Thank you so much, and be safe out there. Thank you for listening to Midwest Money. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Anthony Mayhew at Guardian Wealth Management. Call 877-797-4347 or visit them online at guardian-wm.com fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Guardian Wealth Management, LLC. Insurance products and services are offered through Guardian Wealth Management, LLC. Anthony Mayhew and Guardian Wealth Management, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.